You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Bloomberg Audio Studios. Podcasts, radio, news. Hey, it's Sarah. At Bloomberg, we've got reporters in more than 100 bureaus around the world, including 24 in Asia. And that's where we're going today. Today on The Big Take, I'm handing the mic over to my colleague Juan Ha in Hong Kong. Here's Juan. We are on Pratyarat Bumpin Road in downtown Bangkok where Jeffrey Liu has opened his first hot pot restaurant. He recently immigrated to Thailand from China, and he's still learning how to pronounce the street's name. Locals say the street resembles the belly of a dragon. And for Chinese, that's good feng shui for business because it draws money in. That's why Liu started his restaurant here. And with so many other Chinese businesses moving in, the road is also now known by another name, New China Street. You know what I mean? Chinatown is old. And our street is full of new Chinese restaurants and stores. You hear Chinese spoken on the street, and it's also close to the Chinese embassy. Liu is 35 and ambitious. He moved to Thailand late last year, leaving behind his family in Chongqing, one of China's biggest cities. And even though he's just arrived, he's got big plans. He wants to open three more hot pot restaurants this year. And he's planning to move his family to Thailand permanently next year. I had visited Thailand about eight times before moving here. I like Thailand a lot. There isn't much to miss about China. Liu is hardly alone in saying farewell to China. The number of people leaving the country in the past two years reached 310,000 for each year. Lulu Chen is Bloomberg's senior editor on Asia Investing. And that's 60% more than the average for the decade through 2019. What's interesting about this wave is we haven't seen this kind of uptick in net migration for years. And for the past two years, suddenly there's a huge uptick compared with the past decade. Today on our show, a new wave of Chinese are looking for the exit. Why are they leaving? And what does it say about China's future? This is The Big Take from Bloomberg News. I'm Wan Ha. Many Chinese who are leaving at the moment are part of the middle class. 
a group who've seen their incomes rise along with China's economy in the last two decades. China's rapid economic development overlapped with an era where the Communist Party maintained relatively loose control over private lives. And that was a period when the middle class thought they were better off than their peers, even in the U.S. in some ways. Thanks to China's economic miracle, pockets of the population became extremely rich. At one point, China was producing billionaires faster than any other country, at the rate of two a week in 2017. But that boom started to fade, and the mood shifted. One of the most significant pivots was in 2021, when President Xi Jinping and the Communist Party adopted a policy called Common Prosperity. That was aimed to close the wealth gap and lift the country's poorest. In comes Xi Jinping for his second term, and he looks at the country and says, wait a minute, China at its core is a communist country, and it needs to go back to its roots. Um, Even though some people get rich, the affluent is still the minority, and that's why he brought in the goal of common prosperity to restore that balance. That common prosperity policy has spooked investors and many Chinese. The new policy brought crackdowns on multiple industries, technology, property, education, and even gaming. From today, children in China will only be allowed to play online video games for three hours a week. Crackdown on Ant Group underscores Beijing's determination to rein in big tech. The government launched a sweeping crackdown on the $100 billion private education industry. Well, the trickle effect is that When China cracks down on these sectors, it's not just impacting the private companies and the shareholders behind it. It actually impacts real people. Think of all the people who are working uh, up and down the supply chain. So the effect is vast reaching. The crackdowns stretched for years. And just as China's middle class was starting to really feel the pinch from the policies, the pandemic struck. And it hit a real nerve. So one of the people we talked to uh, was a person called Jason Sun, who lived a very good life, uh, very wealthy in Shanghai. Before the COVID lockdowns, he already sent his daughter and wife to London because his daughter was studying there. And for him, he thought that if he um, stayed away from politics, kept a low profile, he would still have a very good life in China. And then the pandemic hit and it really broke him when his parents died just weeks apart. And even though he tried everything, he was not allowed to see them for one last time. And uh, he told our colleagues that when he was holding their ashes in his hand, that was the moment when he um made up his mind that he was going to leave China. And so a few weeks after that, he sold all his assets and then relocated to London. Fast forward to today. The China boom is long gone. The market has been absolutely hammered. Uh, developers over the years have built you know, way too many houses. If you travel around China, you'll see half-completed buildings everywhere. If you look at uh, both the economic and the social problems that China is facing, things are only unfortunately getting worse. 
Some six trillion U.S. dollars in market value has been wiped out from Chinese and Hong Kong stocks since its peak in 2021. Concerns about China's economic future has people like Jeffrey Liu looking elsewhere for opportunities. After the pandemic, you know, the Chinese economy has been going downhill and every industry is just so competitive. So I just wanted to explore and have fun. Coming up after the break, Chinese immigrants leaving and taking their assets with them. What does it mean for an already struggling economy? Hi, I'm Ron Krzyzewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. We've heard the reasons why people are leaving China. You've got a slowing economy, fears over new policies to redistribute wealth, coupled with the trauma of living in China during the pandemic. Lulu says it becomes an exodus of capital as well. It's 150 billion U.S. dollars flowing out of China in 2023 alone, based on estimates from Naticus. Also, Henley Partners, they had reports saying that they estimate China saw the biggest millionaire exodus in, in 2023 as well. And the number of Chinese emigrating isn't expected to slow down anytime soon. Looking forward, it's estimated that uh, at least 700,000 people will leave the country in, in the years up to 2020. 25. Those figures put China number four on a list of countries with the largest net immigration. Now, Lulu, if you look at that list, which includes third world countries like Pakistan and Bangladesh, China really stands out. Well, China is the world's second largest economy. It doesn't have any warfare or natural disasters that could cause widespread hunger, famine, and 
the resurgence of net migration suggests that people um, are voting with their feet. So we've got 700,000 people looking for the exit sign. Where are they going? Well, for the 700,000 people estimate, then that's just for U.S., Australia, and Canada. But um, based on the interviews we've done and the research that uh, we looked into, they're also showing up in other places that are not typical, like Vietnam, Japan, New Zealand. And a big draw of these unconventional destinations are the inviting policies and business opportunities. Countries like Portugal, Thailand, and Indonesia are attracting immigrants with so-called golden visas. Those who can invest big chunks of their money in these countries will get full residence or even citizenship in return. While this outflow of people and money is bad news for China, many of the new countries people are flocking to are benefiting from the immigration and investments. So in Vietnam, for example, it's provided job opportunities, higher wages. Uh, senior managers at factories can earn as much as 65 k dollars a month, and that's about 16 times the average local wage. But not all the changes are well-received. The influx of Chinese is also creating tension in some places. In Thailand, you know, it's caused resentment due to rising prices of property, and there's complaints about Chinese disrespecting local customs. Another often heard complaint is that Chinese don't use local suppliers and workers, so the money circles within the Chinese business circle, and it's a very delicate balance. And whenever you have different ethnicities coming into a new community, it's bound to uh, disrupt the balance. Back in China, while the number of migrants is a drop compared to a population of 1.4 billion people, the emigration reflects a larger concern about China's future. For the people we interview, they are worried that the Chinese middle-class life that they once enjoyed is in danger. The reason that a lot of middle-class Chinese thought that they were better off than their U.S. counterparts was because they had upward social mobility. Their lives were not stagnant, and they always thought that their children would have a better life than theirs. Call it the China dream, if you will. And right now, people are really questioning whether the so-called China dream is sustainable. This is The Big Take from Bloomberg News. I'm Wan Ha. This episode was produced by Yang Yang and Naomi Ng. The reporters for this story are Patham Singh-Mawanit, Zheng Li, Wenzhou Duwin, Gwen Wing, Lisa Du, David Scanlon, and Tao Zheng. It was edited by Caitlin Kenny and mixed by Yang Yang and Veronica Rodriguez. It was fact-checked by Tiffany Soy. Senior producers are Naomi Shaven and Jilda DeCarly. We get editorial direction from Elizabeth Ponso. Nicole Beamsterboer is our executive producer. Sage Bauman is Bloomberg's head of podcast. Thanks for listening to The Big Take. We'll be back Monday.
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.